0: yes 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 people it's that time again ready for a new echo chamber and hey hey it's a two-parter i didn't even know this was going to be a two-parter
1: it's just acting
0: right <laughs> the gonna start off
1: part one
0: the UK box office top 10 from the end of the 19th to the 21st of August, okay, so at number 10, it's even first year. I think it's the of the franchise. I don't know, actually, I've no clue. I know this in the Open franchise, right? Which I think the title probably gave that away. So, I'm not dropping This is directed by the It is written. Over here. I worry too much, I head, Tom I Cheryl, from a story I got. I got to on from And I got Alex and 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 still doing it. I'm still doing it. for Ragnarok with this crazy. He's a lot of the drink. He's a love and the truth. So I'm tattered. I'm directing the with Jennifer Keaton Robinson, starring Chris Endworth, Chris Pratt, Natalie Portman, Tessa Thompson. Matt Damon, Sam Neill, Russell Crowe, Luke Hemsworth, Jamie Alexander. Uh, I'm going Don't a weed. do a Right, you to why like mm. <Hijazzo. onun> <coughs> not? you a little bit of a a little bit of a little bit a a Seven is the Top Gun Maverick. another one there, killing it in the jar boy, and really love this one, and is new, I ain't keep this I hope you fun like that, it, like it. direct, um, yeah, it's written by Aaron Kruger, Eric Wilmer Singer, the Tom Cruise, Jennifer Connolly, Val Kilmer, Jim Louisa Kelly, Miles Teller, John Hamm, Ed Harris, Manager Clinton, Glenn Powell, Raymond Lee, Monica Barbaro, Louis Coleman, Danny Ramirez, Jake Hicking, and Jay so, our number six film is Fisherman's Friends One and All, aka Fisherman's Friend Two. Right, this is from Meg Leonard and Nick Mocker. Huh? Um, they co wrote the film with Pierce Astro, starring um, James.
1: Goofy, Fiona Button, Richard Harrington, Joshua McGuire, and David Heyman. Uh, so now we're in our top for
0: five. And at number five is Dragon Ball Super Superhero well, right, So, now, group, I'm group and on a right, now, back, back. So my I loud, on of the more this is I and written by Akira Toriyama, Zach I know, and i group, the number four is i a <sharpy. laughs> <sharpy."> a Gary, uh, the nice, so, and, oh, oh, and bass, that's oh, 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 the bass. the the Super X, number this is from Jared Stern, and Simon, to the right right to the to Jobson, uh, Vanessa Bayer, Leiko Luna, John Price, Mark Maron, Kate McKinney, Kiana
1: Reeves, Jamel Jamel, that over the voices, and number two, hey, oh. right
0: is Whoop, a, whoop, all the people that live there, that is why need to the the And it's based on a their... contract. by, by uh, um, buy. You take your the shack. do All the 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 Right, put up a with uh, because right. it's like the box They go the right, so I'm the I'm the I'm going I'm right, going to go the the film. I'm the 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 from a competition like the element and I'm a jumble jumble, of part one, so let's get it started. Okay, so let's start off with a new prime original. It is some narrative.
1: Okay, so ever since it was announced right? I was kind of curious, kind of curious to see what type of film Samaritan would be, right? You, you read, you know, oh, it was a, a new superhero film, Okay? Right? Like something new, nothing from DC, nothing from Marvel, IDW, Dark Horse, this was a new imagining, something dark, right, that's what the selling was, something dark, you know, a superhero that's disappeared, and he might be coming back, so, you know, you wonder, right, because we've seen dark superhero stuff, right, we've seen that, you know, like, and especially, you've got the boys playing on Prime, which is hugely popular. I think mean, we're in the third season, it's just been renewed for a fourth, right? There's, there's stuff like, you know, Primal Side Preacher, we've had kick you know what I mean? Like, Logan was darker, you know, I mean? Like, well, we've, we've done that, we've been in that world, we've had these films. Right, I I think um, the IDW. The I think Mark Wade did it. Unbreakable and undeniable or irreversible, whatever. His stuff's getting adapted, which was is supposedly really good. But when people make these promises, these declarations, you want to see. You want to be like, all right, is it going to live up? What's what are we getting here? What are we? We've had the high mark. Of superhero stuff, you know what I mean? Like Avengers Infinity War, Endgame, Black Panther, Captain America Civil War. These were top-notch fucking films, you know? So, I, I mean, there's a lot to, uh, I mean, the benchmark is there, right? Benchmark is there. So, Samaritan is directed by Julius Avery, it's just his third film, just his third film, you know, it's written by Bragi F. Shoot, right, who also supposedly, and this is the story, he wrote the screenplay, and then adapted it into a comic book. Before or after selling the screenplay, I'm not quite sure. That's what they're saying. Who knows? Right? Who knows? Maybe it was the comic book first. I, it doesn't really matter. You know? doesn't really matter, really. It is produced by um, Brad, Braddon Aftergood and Sylvester Stallone. Executive produced by David Kern, Guy Riddle, Adam Rosenberg, and the Braggraff shoot. Music is handled by Kevin Kinner and Jed Kerzel. Cinematography is David Ungaro. It is edited by Matt Evans and Pete Berdo. Casting is handled by Richard Hicks. Production design is Greg Berry and Christopher Glass. Art direction, Audra Avery, Victor Capocchia, Artie Contriaz, Emma Rents, and Troy Sizemore. Set decoration, Lynn Mitchell. Costume design Kelly Jones. Okay, so our cast. Well, people, we have got Sylvester Stallone as Joe. Right, AKA Samarin. Yeah. Um. Then we've got Sam Cleary, played by Javon Walton. He's mother, Tiffany, played by Dasha Polanco, right? Um, I, uh, I, you know, um, Albert Kassler, right? He's played by Martin Starr. He's I don't even know, right? It says he's a He says he's a journalist at one part, but he owns like a bookstore. I think it's a bookstore. He owns a store, right? So it's just, is he? I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. It's, it's, not, it's not overly clear. You know what I mean? Um, then there is Cyrus, the big bad. Cyrus, played by Pilou Asbasque. Uh, His girlfriend, Sil, played by Sophia Tatum. Um, We've got Reza, played by Moses Araz. Um, You've got Farshad, played by Jared Odrick. Tuna, played by Michael Aaron Milligan. Um, They all work for Cyrus, you know? Um... There's, I mean, I, oh, Omar, uh, Kevin Mickle Curry. Um, hmm. There's a cop played by Nicholas Logan. Um, I guess we, you know, there's Jace played by Abram Klinkshackle. Clink scales even who's I don't know he kind of hangs around with um Sam kind of kind of I know it's all a bit yeah it's all a bit all over the place to be honest with you people to be honest, I mean, it's a lot of other people, but I guess they are probably the main, the main peeps in this film, right? There's there's other people that kind of crop up, but they don't really, don't really do a lot. Okay, so here's the gist. 13-year-old Sam Cleary suspects that he's mysterious and reclusive neighbour, Mr. Smith is actually a legend hiding in plain sight. 20 years ago, Granite City's super-powered vigilante, Samaritan, was reported dead after a fiery warehouse battle with his rival, Nemesis. Most believe Samaritan perished in the fire, but some in the city, like Sam, have hoped that he is still alive. With crime on the rise and the city on the brink of chaos, Sam makes it his mission to coax his neighbour out of hiding to save the city from ruin. So yes, that is, that's the gist, people. That's the gist. Now, Avery, he was picked to direct a new Flash Gordon film. And uh, yeah, so... That was before 20th Century got bought out by Disney. And I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad that film ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, that might say it all here. Whew. Which is like, you know, his first kill film, Son of a Gun, was highly applauded. So it might just be, right? Might just be superhero stuff isn't for him. That might be it, right? Some you find some people of certain genres they work best in, right? I don't know. I don't know what happened with this film, right? There's there's many a reason why it could have turned out the way it turned out. Who knows, right? But <sighs> you know, as I said, look, the promise was of this original, crazy, dark story. Something we haven't quite seen before, taking us to places others dare not tread. And gotta say, this was nothing new. It, was, it really was nothing new. It, the, 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 the story is all over the place. Right? And I, I thought the biggest thing for me here what is the motivation? Right? Because there's a lot going on that you wonder like why? Right? Why would that go down? You know? We get, you know, the film starts off with kind of like comic book Panels. Um, yeah, like it's nice little effects at the beginning, you know, with the art and everything, but it gives us this story of uh Samaritan and Nemesis who you do want. How the fuck do they get there? Like the bad guy calls himself Nemesis, but he like has the name Nemesis before he's kind of a bad guy, which you're just like wait I mean what you know what I mean? like you'd be like I need a cool superhero I'm gonna call myself nemesis it, it, it's, it's just like okay so you're gonna be bad you know you know what I mean it's it just like who's giving themselves that as like made no sense but when you find out the backstory of these right supposedly you know we're told these two boys have powers the People in the village where they lived weren't happy, boarded up the house, set it on fire, killed their parents. (laughs) Killed their parents. Now, because of that, Nemesis is just like, oh, fuck all of you. But Samaritan's like, I've got to save everyone. You're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. The villagers killed your parents. You know what I mean? I'm just like, there's got to be more, right? There's got to be more. If if some, you know, parents getting killed, that's the origin of so many superheroes, right? So many superheroes. Sends them on a mission after the people that killed, they're getting revenge, you know, it's the Punisher, it's Batman, it's, oh man, so many, so many. So, why, after these villagers decided to kill the parents, is Samaritan like, oh, I'm good, I'm helping people? Like, what, 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 how do you get to that? You know, because you can understand Nemesis be like, yo, nah, that don't play. But, you you know, it's just like, okay, what's the motivation? You know, they have a big fight, both presumed dead now in present day. Right? We're in present day. So we follow Sam for at least, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes of the film, essentially. Right? No real Samaritan sightings or anything like that. And like the whole Sam thing it's all very clean, like his mum's a nurse, right? And the thing that's kind of cold with this, they play it like Sammy's super neglected and from a real bad um, situation. But essentially what we're, you know, what was shown, it's not about bad, like he's, his dad's died, his mum's working all the hours to try and put food on the table. You, you know what I mean And they play and they they kind of play it like she's a bad mum. and you're just like what's going on here? You know that is straight cliche, but straight cold as well. You're like, I right, if you want to play her as bad, fine, but show her as bad. like you you're just showing her as a mum struggling to try and support a kid. You know what I mean? It's, it's kind of crazy. But they got that. And then you've got Sam. And yeah, we, we see him doing stuff like getting into trouble, which are like, huh? Right? We have the, an eviction potential, but they don't, which doesn't go anywhere. Right? They, they do these things in this film, but. You know it goes nowhere, and you're like, "What was the point, right? Why show us that?" I, you know, you then have, um, this, you know, this this character, right? Um, oh god, what the fuck is Albert, right? Martin Starr's character, who's like, oh, you know, we have, have him on the, you know, TV, going, "Oh, I believe Samaritans alive," <laughs> but again it's like but what's the whole point of this you know because they you know it's through things that are said by like Cyrus and you know that you're like oh so supposedly the city is in trouble but we don't get that from like the early scenes and every you wouldn't go oh yeah this city you know it's Dogged by crime and trouble and violence. No, you wouldn't get that, right? If you watch stuff like, I don't know, like Blade Runner Robocop, you know, Blade Runner 2049 or whatever the fuck the numbering was, you, you can get that feel of, you know, this city and degradation. You know, like everyone's struggling to survive, crying through the roof, corruption galore. You understand that. In this, right, that's meant to be the situation. But we don't get it, right? So when Cyrus makes this whole declaration thing at one point, it's just like, wait, why would people be listening to this, right? What's the what's the deal also in that scene right we get a voice projection which then doesn't happen again so it's just like wait how did that happen is it in the mask because when he wears the mask like it doesn't happen again right so what what was that you know it's it's these things that make no sense Right, they just don't make any sense. It is—it's a little baffling. It's a little baffling, people. Right, so you know, Cyrus—he loves Nemesis. Again, you're just like, why? Okay, like, what's to do with that? You know? Uh, yeah, it's—it's uh, it's strange. It's strange there's a bit where they've got these grenades, these grenades that, He says like, oh, they mess up electronics. You know? And, firstly, you kind of feel like, wait, the cop doesn't, there's no training. There's no, if this happens, this is what you do. Like, you know, that whole bit, you're just like, surely the cop's not just standing there like, You know, that was a bit like, what? And we see the destruction. We see the destruction. Which then doesn't happen again, right? That level of destruction, we do not see that. Because then in other scenes, when those things go off, people are able to survive. And you're just like, wait, hold on. And then, how the fuck is there phone footage if those bombs destroy electronics everyone in that vicinity's phone would be wiped. that's what it is essentially an ep epm emp 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 that's the one right essentially it's meant to be that so how the fuck is their phone footage makes no sense you know what I mean, and and that's there's so many inconsistencies here, right? In in the fight scenes, it's that ridiculous thing where one someone gets punched and then they cartwheel, which it doesn't happen. <laughs> like listen, we we watch you know UFC mixed martial arts, we even boxing. Right, you know when people get, but they do not. Flip, flip, flip. Don't happen. It's ridiculous. But, right, we see that happen. We see people fly through the air, smash into buildings, cars, all of this. Don't die. Don't die. Get up, walk away. Which then, there's a bit towards the end when a character is thrown back and is, then is dead. And it's just like, okay, so if that character dies, how did everyone else survive, right? They these just insane things. You think this hammer, this all powerful hammer, which is just like, wait, 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 it it was created from the loathing, right? What? How was this hammer? Like that, that the story makes no sense, right? But you're thinking, okay, if this hammer is created by superheroes, you kind of feel only superheroes are picking this thing up. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what you would think. No, no. And the other big thing, the other big thing here for me is why. Why is Sam trying to blow up Samaritan's spot? Right, Samaritan saved Joe's life, but instead of being like, oh, that's really cool. Now, I I would get the curiosity, be like, yo, where you been, like any of that, but to then go and try and out him with other people. You're like, wait, why would that happen? Right, why would, like, that makes no sense. Like, breaking into that, just, all kind of crazy. But, like, you break in, and then at first, the first time asked, you fold. It's just like, wait, what the fuck was the point? Right? It just doesn't make any sense. There's so much stuff that makes no sense. Right? Now, the script is horrible, right? The dialogue is just, it's just bad. It's just bad. But you kind of feel that there's a level of emotion and stuff like that that is needed to sell this film. And Stallone, look, he looks the part I will say, I don't know if anyone else noticed this. Kind of looks like Mel Gibson now, right? Well, in that film, like that old, battered, He looked like Mel Gibson. Now, you know, warranted, I can't see for fuck. So maybe that's just me. That's what I thought. But no, he looked the part of a grizzled, old kind of superhero. But, I mean, Stallone isn't known for his range, right? And in this film, you kind of need that range. But then you also need it from Sam. right? you need it from everyone. And we really don't get it. Now, it's when the script is like this, you do go, is it the actors or is it just the script? Is it the direction? It's it's hard to tell, right? Because they you think with certain scenes, you'd be like, wait, that was a final take? Like you 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 kind of you didn't want them to really show the emotion here. You were happy with that? Oh. Listen, I I realize I have just shit all over this. Shit, all over this, which isn't really the intention. Is just I was so frustrated. I was so frustrated with this film, and you know I was hoping for something. Now, I, obviously, look, I'm not expecting Captain America: Civil War, right? But I thought, okay, it might just be decent. I, I it's just no. Like it's just over a hundred minutes, right? Which, you know, hour and 40, right? No. Yeah, no, that's right. (laughs) I'm just like, wait, is that right? Yes, no, that that is right. It did feel long. It did feel like it dragged, you know? I kind of feel that this could have been cut down to probably 60 minutes, right? could be a tight 60 you know just trim all that needless stuff Um, but as I said look I kind of think if you ugh, man like I guess if you're like a fan of oh um, it's, uh, man, maybe, like, Kick-Ass 2, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Kick-Ass 2, The Expendables, yeah, that's, a, that's I That I feel that's kind of a, like, The Expendables, like, um, uh, what was that fucking, uh, Bruce, no, sorry, Will Smith, Hancock, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Days, oh, you know what I mean? Listen, it, yeah, it like Hancock. Um, boy, what other dross is out? El- I mean, that's mean. I understand, yeah, that was mean. That was mean. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, listen, it, 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 if that's your kind of thing, like, hell boy, you know. I think maybe this will gel with you, right? That might be that might be the that might be the bump. Yeah. You know I mean? If you like those, you know what I mean? If you were a big fan of those films. Yeah, you know? but it, it it it's not on par with like if you think you're you're the best superhero film, right? Like this. Does not come close, right? If you're a fan of The Boys, you're gonna watch this and be like, I mean, what? You know what I mean? But yeah, it, it, if you're just, I think this is one of those films, right? Late night, you can't sleep, you don't wanna think about something, you want action, right? It's a lot of action. Yeah, if you want that, maybe Samaritan is for you. Maybe Samaritan is for you. But don't yeah, Don't be expecting something that's going to redefine the genre. That is bringing us stuff that we've never seen before. That's not this film. But, yeah, people, it may well work for you. It did not work for me. But it may work for you, you know? So there, there you go. Some Prime Video right now. Okay, and now we've got the streamers from the
0: Netflix Joining It is me time.
1: Okay, people, so it is fresh on Netflix, had to give it a look, I'm talking about Me Time, right, this is the new joint from writer and director John Hamburg, right, it is uh, produced by, dum-dum-dum-dum, Brian Smiley. Uh, Kevin Hart, Hamburg, executive produced by Mark Moran, uh, Lauren Hennessy, Joe Gatta, and Patricia Braga. Music is from Jeff Cardoni. Cinematography is Chris Kakalikis. Melissa Breverington. Edits the film. Casting was Rachel Tenner. Teresa Goluras Ryan. did production design. Art direction is Erica Toff. Set, director, set decoration is Melissa M. Levanda. Uh, Lessa Evans handles costume design. Um. Hair and makeup and all of that, we've got Alan A. Apon, Alicia M. Bagajonas, Patrice Bankhead, Jackie Brubaker, Quelly Carderon, John Calouze, Louina David, Rosetta Garcia, Chris G's, Amber Shani Hamilton, Megan Hester, T. Mia Johnson, Kate Klein, Robert C. Matthews III, Anjali, Angela Peralta, Jamie Richmond, Henry Sanchez, uh, Vivi Tran, Tania Vega, and Dion Wine. And our cast, well, people, we have got Kevin Hart, as Sonny Fisher, we've got Regina Hall as Maya Fisher, uh, they've got two kids, Dash, aka Dashiel, played by Chi Taffery, and Ava, played by Aminti Sledge, um, we've got Sonny's first look best friend Huck Dembo played by Mike Woberg. There's Crossing Guard Leon played by Diane Delano. Um we have got uh Alan Geller, Sonny's neighbor, played by Andrew Santino. We have got Sony's babysitter Skylar played by Michelle Deschon. Um there's Armando Zavala, who is Maya's boss, who is played by Luis Garado Mendez. We have um, Delphine Rism played by Sharon Gardner, um Ibrahim Taha played by Kieran Roberts. Raj Singh, played by Shyam Kara. Gloria Chu, played by Connie Chen. There's Jill, played by Naomi Ekparvin. Um Comb Over Stew, played by Drew Drag. Bethany, played by Deborah S. Craig. Jock Hardwood played by Anton Grant, Velvet Hayes, Manika Beverly, um, Wom Joe, played by Alexis Ray, Kathy, Kathy Chang, uh, Diego, Carlos Javier Rivera, Kabia, Tahi, Moira, Trina, Played by Priska Kim, Alberto, Carlo Rota. Um, you got Sid, played by Sidney Skidmore, Xander, Chow Long, Katia, Jamela, Danny, Thomas Okaya, Gil, um, and Connie, Maya's parents. Gil is John Amos. Connie is Anna Maria Horsford. Um, Dorit is played by Shira Gross. And Stan Berman is Jimmy O. Yang. There is Felma, their Uber driver, played by Ilya Izorales. Colino, and we have got Seal up in the place. Yes, Seal. You know what I mean? Which was like that was super interesting. I was not expecting. Uh, wasn't expecting that. Right. So the gist of um, the piece is: Sonny, a stay-at-home dad, finds himself with some me-time for the first time in years while his wife and kids are away. He recounts with his former re- uh, recounts reconnects with his former best friend Huck for a wild weekend that nearly upends his life. Right? So. I think if you want to know what type of film this is, I think you just have to kind of consider what John Hamburg has done, right? When you look at his previous films, I think it tells you. It tells you a lot, right? So he, um, you know, Safe Men, Meet the Parents, Zoolander, Meet the Fockers, Along Came Polly, I Love You, Man. Little fuckers, drunk wedding, why him, you know me. I mean, now, I will say, I love Zoo. Zoolander 1, is outstanding, that is a great fucking film, you know, the other ones, they're not really my type of thing, I love you man, had some moments, you know, but, yeah, not really my thing. Now, he did um, write the 2017 Kevin Hart Netflix vehicle, Night School, right? So I, I think, again, that shows you how they might work together. I did kind of feel Night School was probably slightly better than this one. Um, But, yeah, I think that tells you a lot, right? Now, we start off, right, 15 years in the past. We've got Huck and uh, Sonny. It's Huck's birthday. I think it's the, he's 29th, right? Yeah, I think he's, there's, he seems to celebrate. Well, he's celebrating every year, right? But they're like huge events. Like, you know what I mean? There's those ones which everyone goes, oh, that's the, Right, I think it's, what, 16th, 18th, 21, 30, 40, 50. You know, they're kind of the big occasion ones that people seem to really go all out. But Hark, Hark's like, yo, every year's a big occasion. Which, I respect that energy. Ain't gonna lie. You know what I mean? Because why the fuck not? Why not? You know what I mean? But, yeah, so we have them. They're um, in squirrel suits, which, fuck. Have you seen those fucking squirrel suits? Those squirrel suits are nuts. When you see the speeds, those people going, it's insane. But there's a video, oh my gosh, a video, right? This dude, you have everyone on this bridge, everyone on this bridge to see this guy, you have to do this squirrel suit. Display and I feel his family was on that bridge, right? And you know, like those bridges with the kind of loopy bits. So, the plan it would seem he goes through one of those. You now, the thing with those squirrel suits, you're dependent on wind currents, you know what I mean? So, yeah, to go, I'm gonna go through that tiny hole. That's not up to you. That's the wind, people. That's the wind. Because, like, a bird will flap its wings to kind of get a little bit more height. You know, they've got a bit more advantage. You 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 ain't flapping shit. So this dude just crashes. Crashes into the side of the bridge. And bounce across. And... The the noise, the noise. Oh, it is horrendous. You know, homie is done. That like, he's traveling so fast. He hit that bridge. That like, he snapped his neck. So the only, the only bright light. It was probably super quick. You know what I mean? It was probably super fucking quick. But his family was up on that. Oh, man, it was horrendous. But anyway, I, man, that was a crazy tangent, wasn't it? Anyway, yeah, they're in squirrel suits, which are just like, yo, I want to know how they filmed that bit. Because that bit was crazy when you see what happened. But, you know, it's a little thing to kind of show you the craziness Huck and Sonny get into. So we get this montage of them hanging out. Now it's the present day, right? Sonny, he is married. He's got two kids, and he avoids Huck. Avoids Huck. Which, I mean, that in itself, look, it's a bit, it's a bit, it's mad played out, right? And I think, look. You can have you can still hang out with crazy friends, just either do it in small doses, smaller doses, or you just you know you set the parameters, right? But they chose that it is just straight cut off, and then to show the family life, you know. What I mean, it's just those they've got a tortoise, he trips and tortoise shit, you know, what I mean, he's doing everything. He's at the beck and call of the kids. You know, his wife, Maya. She's just kind of letting him do everything. And it just shows, like, from one extreme to the other. Right? Now, it doesn't look like they're in a loveless marriage. But they just play it like, oh, yes. I mean, no one else helped him. and It's just all. And it's just like we've seen this before, right? We've seen it before. Do we have to do this? You know what I mean? And I think that's the big thing with um this one, is it doesn't necessarily, well, it doesn't at all. It just doesn't show us anything new. You know? It, everything feels like a retread of situations and moments we have seen you know like when just thinking about night school right all the craziness that we saw in that when you you know like just the you know the sequences from meet the fuckers meet the parents and all that franchise just that alone that kind of gives you a very good understanding of the kind of things that you're going to see in this film, right? You think of stuff like um yesterday, I think that was that Jennifer Garner, um, that one on Netflix last year, I want to say. Um, yeah, right? It, it, it's just these situations that are all a bit like, okay, that's what we're doing. Right. You know, there's a bit when, oh, Huck and all his friends are naked or, you know, again, like he's slipping on tortoise poo. Right. It, 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 it's just these these things that aren't really they're not really funny, like or it's, it's just not giving us anything like, oh, shit. That's crazy. I've never seen that before. We've seen everything before. You know? there Now, there is a gnarly mountain lion situation. Which, again, I don't know how the fuck they filmed that. Because that was some crazy shit. That was some crazy shit. But, yeah, look, it's not terrible, right? I think Andrew Santino is funny. He's very funny as the um, kind of uptight neighbor that wants to cut loose, right? It's not bad. It's just, I think we've seen Hart and Wahlberger be better. You know, like this, this whole kind of turn the film does when we get, you know, Jimmy O. Yang's character it just feels a bit like, okay. And, uh, I mean, Jimmy o. Yang. I, I kind of feel right. I can understand why he might have chosen to do it. Because it's a role that's a little bit. He's usually the goofy friend in something. So, him taking, you know what I mean? It's a bit more, oh, I'm a bit of a tough guy. But it doesn't really seem to fit right and there's a lot of things that seem forced here now I love Seal right I love Seal and I kind of think with this film hopefully people kind of find his shit again because you know he's, he's got some hits man Seal's got some hits did seem like a crazy addition though to the film you know But we do do that thing. There's a bit when everyone's like, oh, how can we find your album? He's like, "It's it's on a CD. And they're like, oh, what's a CD? And it's just like, come on, man. Like, that's such a lazy kind of little play. Like, look, yes, SoundCloud, right? Spotify, MP3s, you know, digital music. Look, we know that's a big thing, but... We also know people still know what the fuck CDs are, right? vinyls had a resurgence. It's not like people don't know what this shit is. Now, if he was like, Oh, it's on um mini disc, right? Now, nah. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a load of people that have probably forgotten what the fuck mini disc is. Because mini-disc was just here for a minute, right? You know what I mean? So it's just like if you want to try and make that joke you do it in a different way. You know? That's it. Just do it in a different way. Right? Now, if you want something you don't want to have to think about, right? You don't have to think about it's just mindless, stupid. You know, this this will kind of work for you. Right? We yeah, like there's this big speech at the end, which are just like. You like you wouldn't do it in that situation. Like, what are we doing here? What are we doing? You know, it, it's just it wants to be that that comedy that's got this message in it and all of that, but it's just the framework seems a little outdated, right? You, you you're going on these archetypes that don't necessarily exist anymore I mean they exist but they're not the norm right it's not the norm in thinking that a guy staying at home looking after the family is you know everyone thinks he's a weakling and all no just people kind of get it now right I think yeah in the 80s that would be like what the fuck is this but it's not the 80s now, kids. You know? So, as I said, look, if you want mindless comedy, me time probably works for you. You know, late night, you can't sleep. You just need something. right? But it's not... I don't think it's that one that you go back to time and time again. Unless, though you love, right? Meet the fuckers and all of them type films. If you do, hey, you're probably like you, this, you, know, like you I possibly will dig. And that's great because you know, that's the beauty of comedy. There's so many different types and varieties that there's are for everyone. This so not really for me, kids. It's not really for me, but it might be for you. It's on Netflix you can go and uh, check it out, right, it's up just over 100 minutes, right, probably a little too long, could have been shorter, I would say, there you go, me time, baby, me time. <laughs> Well, thanks to the great people at DDA. I am back from another press screening. Oh man, so got to go and see Beast. Right, the new film starring Idris Elba. Yeah, you know, so uh, this is directed by Altazar Kumaku. Uh, it is written by Ryan Engel and Jamie Primax Sullivan. Um, it is produced by. Cormacore, James Lopez, and Will Packer. Executive produced by Bernard Bellia Bellu um, and uh, Primax Sullivan. Line produced by Jani Van Assen. Um, music is from Stephen Price. Cinematography is Philippe Rosalot and Baltazar Bricky Sampa. Casting was handled by Bonnie Lee Berman and Kim Coleman. Production design is Jean Vincent Puzzos. Art direction is Taryn McCain. A set decoration was Fred Deprees. Costume design, Maura and Maya. Makeup and hair, Jojo Williams. Uh, And our cast. Well, people, people, people. We have got Idris Elba. He plays Dr. Nate Samuels. We have got... Lee Jeffries as his eldest daughter, no, his youngest daughter, Nora, Nor, and his eldest daughter, Meredith is played by Iana Haley. Uh, Charlotte Copley plays Martin Battles, his um, best friend. There is Banji, Played by Tafara Nyastanza, who works with um, Martin, as a game warden, as it were. Um, Yeah, I mean, they're the main group, really. Then we've got, like, um, a lot of poachers, right? So uh, Camo, played by Fafelo Sebugudi, Chris Langer plays Specs. Muzi is played by Maduzi Mavibela. Uh, Chippo is played by Chris Gazalaba. Um, Abdullah is played by Daniel Hadebe. Uh, Keys is played by Martin Monroe. Cutoffs is played by Layabuya Gungo. And I think... His wife, Idris's wife, um, Nate's wife, right, is played by Anzor Alem. We see her in flashbacks, okay? So the gist of the film is this. Sometimes the rustle in the bushes actually is a monster. Yes, yes, yes. So Beast, a pulse-pounding new thriller about a father and his two teenage daughters who find themselves hunted by a massive rogue lion intent on proving that the Savannah has but one apex. Predator, Dr. Nate Samuels, a recently widowed husband who returns to South Africa where he first met his wife on a long planned trip with their daughters. To, game, to a game reserve managed by Martin Tools, an old family friend and wildlife biologist. But what begins as a journey of healing jolts into a fearsome fight for survival when a lion, a survivor of bloodthirsty poachers who now see all humans as the enemy. Begin stalking them, I mean, kind of get the feeling that this lion wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna be messing around, you know what I mean, so regardless of the poachers, that lion, he, he would have taken people out, you know, but yeah, we this is how we start off, right, it starts off with the poachers, it's dead of night. Poachers are out. And we just see them come up on some lions, lions and let fly with machine guns. Now, yeah, I thought, you know, they, they were killing... I You know what I mean? I thought poachers were trying to preserve the pelts. But these just let fly with machine guns, which is kind of crazy. But, yeah, so that happens. Now then, (laughs) it was kind of like, you know, in um, a predator film or aliens, you know, where suddenly people start disappearing, but with no noise, right? Which it's a lion. (laughs) There's going to be a scream, right? Like, even if the lion kills you pretty quickly, and they can, there's still going to be a screen. There's still going to be a bit of noise. So the fact that these people were disappearing with no noise is kind of crazy, right? Then you have one that is he, just kind of there, all all fucked up, which again, a little bit crazy. But hey ho. So we have all of this. I was a little worried because all of this is subtitled. All of this sequence is subtitled. I was thinking swear this film wasn't meant to be subtitled what the fuck is going on <laughs> but we then jump to a plane right we've got Nate and his daughters on a plane and they're coming to South Africa right and the daughters is not overly happy it would seem so as the film kind of moves on we learn that yeah you know his wife, well, we, we, the wife dying, that comes a bit of the way in, but you kind of assume, because there's no wife, right? There's no mention of the wife. Like, oh, we should take pictures for mom or any. So you kind of assume wife dead, right? And I don't really feel like we don't know he's recently widowed. Right You don't really get that from the film, and I don't really know if you really get a proper explanation for the trip, because it feels like there's a lot of um it feels like there's a lot of animosity with the kids, right? There, I mean, say there's a lot of animosity. there's like that undercurrent. You know what I mean, there's, there's something that's there bubbling, bubbling. So, yeah, you know, what I mean, just a random. I don't really feel the kids would be like looking to go on some random trip, but uh, yeah, you know, things kind of bubble to the surface throughout the film in some odd moments. Ain't gonna lie, right? Because you can get teenage angst, you can get angry with but yeah i think when some of this comes up you're just thinking i don't know if someone's gonna be doing that right especially when you know what is happening is happening it seems a bit of a stretch seems a bit of a stretch another crazy thing about the film right um (laughs) There's a point when Martin is looking for this lion and he goes to the river. There are crocodiles in that river, right? We see the crocodiles swim off, but Martin steps into the water, steps into the water. And you're just like, why? Because, you know, crocodiles will be on the surface a lot, but... They can hold their breath for a long last time. You know what I mean? So they can. will go underwater. So there, there's a point where you wouldn't see them. Right? It's not like, oh, you would always see them. So you are safe. no. No, 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 no. There, there, there is points where you would not see them crocodiles. So it just seems like, why is my man going into the water? Then we have him on the bank of the river for a long last time. Again. Crocodiles there, but uh, at no point is a crocodile trying to get him, which is like what? And later in the film, you know, Martin no, so Nate steps into the water again. Crocodiles. This like uh, he goes in at night time, which is just like even crazier, right? I, I just uh, I thought, wait, hold on, you show us crocodiles, but then supposedly they just be like, oh no, it's cool, we we don't like eating people, we're gonna let you just roam around free, it's fine, you know, so there is that, which is kind of random, like, this is goofy, this film is straight goofs, you know what I mean, like, with the way some of the things happen, like this, you know, the lions, and just being able to escape, like, Just the thought of being able to outrun a lion seems crazy. That just seems straight crazy. But here's the thing, people. Here's the thing, right? As goofy as this may appear, it it gets the adrenaline popping. It gets the adrenaline straight jumping. I... And I I gotta admit it, I gotta admit it, I jumped out of my fucking seat several fucking times, right? Several times, I'm jumping, right? Just because out of nowhere, suddenly you get a lion just, you know, appearing on screen. Other times, it's just the attack. You're sitting there, and it did feel like that lion is coming straight at you. This isn't even 3D, you know what I mean? But it felt like that lion's coming straight, and yeah, I jumped. I jumped a lot. I was just happy. I was sitting at the side and there was no one by me. So I'm not making a complete and utter fool of myself as I'm jumping my ass around. You know what I mean? (laughs) So yeah. Hey, it it, it does the job in that respect. You know? Look, it's not going to win an Oscar. Right? Though... I will say solid effects because I now I might be wrong. I feel they're not real lions, right? I, I, I'm feeling it must be CGI because I don't know how that's done otherwise, right? I do not know how that's done otherwise because, yeah, I mean, you have people that tame and all of that. But here's the thing, right? Siegfried and Royd. You know what I'm saying? They were cool with them tigers until them tigers weren't cool with them, you know? And I heard Mike Tyson talking on uh, JRE, right? And he was talking about how he had that pet tiger back in the day. And the fact that it was only cool with him. You know what I mean? Like, if anyone came at that tiger's going for them, right? So, you know what I mean? I imagine... Maybe a trainer can get them tigers to be like, okay, lions even, to be cool with them. I don't think they're going to be cool with multiple people. <laughs> I don't know. So the fact that mean them lions on a movie set, nah. So I'm thinking they must be CGI of some sort. And that was solid effects. Those effects were freaking fantastic. It, 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 look, they made me jump. Right, so they—they're they're pretty real. They are pretty real. So yeah, if you just want a popcorn silly action flick, you know, then I feel beast. Hey, it 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 does what it says on the tin. Well, I mean, what it says on the tin is beast. So <laughs> it does leave it pretty open. But no, it, it um yeah, it will hit those spots, right? It, it will give you, it will give you that adrenaline rush. It will have you jump in. It will have you gripped. You know, because the story is goofy, but you want to know what happens. You want to know what happens. Do I buy the ending? Hell no, <laughs> like, no, there's another thing as well, right? He's got cu- he, he, he's got a scratched up leg, he goes into that water, that water is going to have so many parasites and bugs and whatnot in it, he would have a fever so quick, <laughs> so quick. He ain't out running no line. So there is that, that they just skip all the way past.
0: Skip all the way
1: past. But people, people, I don't think it's one of them films, right? I don't think it's one of them films that is
0: really sticking to
1: what would actually happen. Because if it did that, probably a lot shorter film. <laughs> It's probably a lot shorter film, you know, uh, but yeah, it, it it will have you tense, it will have you anxious, you know, beast, hey, it is straight popcorn, but is that a bad thing, people? Is that always a bad thing? No, there is a time and there's a place. And I think Beast is going to hit with uh, people that like all of that. If you like that silly action of a Fast and the Furious, right? Of a a, 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 a um Guy Ritchie film. Right? If you like all of that, then I feel Beast is going to be the flick for you. <laughs> Okay, people, so
0: before we come to a close of part one, right, let's do what we do and take a look at what's going down in the world of heal. Okay. so, um, now, like, Winner Brothers, You always seems a bit of seems a right? the, DC, the DC, So two um, which I going um, you really can help the answer this year to push back right? So, um, you've got new Aquaman, 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 and Lost Kingdom, right? Um, so I went to buy James but um, but yeah, that's Got to go of my yeah. And I got a bum hole and it right, um, 20, reach 20, my When I this street, I see all sorts. Oh, yeah, I yeah. The so, uh, yeah it's meant to come out, and out in the I'm not is That's, right, so um, so that, one, right, that, be, uh, that like so that was made in December. This year, it's now going March 17th Aquaman, so, so that's how now one thing that has actually um craziness is the new Entry. right. All my got right. There. The so, that the was a Now, now, back. Back. But so now that coming out in, summer, coming right in um, um, on up the on the shack. I to be um, <laughs> um, so, 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 to you yeah, so Right. 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 Don't be pay- mm-hmm. uh, Right? Just uh, the And me me I, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, way but, you know, I like mm-hmm. afspir- So let's we'll see what the young So, um, get to himself and the film A lot with David Ellison, Dana Coberg, Don Granger, C Robert Cargill, Cheryl like like Park, Adam Cole-Brenner, and what a Great Big deal. So, mm, so um so we know right we uh, you know recently got announced that um It's a a, a load of... Video games making the link to big screen, right?
1: And um one of those uh, video games is a uh, Bioshock, right? So um yeah, that's going to Netflix now. And uh Francis and Lawrence,
0: right, hey, you'll get so back my own, uh, well, with Mike, been been writing loud. Writing we on a couple of so, you know, that's not bad, right? Ring wrote 20 for late, runner 20.9, and Mugen. and, um, Lawrence, director. Now, Constantine, was not great. I'm legend. Okay, so let's arrow and the intro of I'm so, interested in that. I'm interested. What are you guys? Right. Um, also, Netlates, you know, in the monster. right and uh, he he is, uh, is, uh, right. And I got a yeah, uh, and if I keep holding, I'm When I'm the streets, I, oh, yes. I yes. like the um, same day, I Mm-hmm. 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 Not so the through, mm-hmm. I I'm just so, uh, hey, 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 I'm yeah. so a true, I'm 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 a true, a true, i am a i am i am i and um, they have just announced the voice cast of their new feature, why are we So we're getting Harry Mulligan, Michelle Allen, Elizabeth Jacob Tremblay, Aquafina, Angela Placic, Johnson, Charlie Day, Amanda Stenberg, Jemaine Lemon, Maya Erskine, Anton, so my the film that we do. we to follow it. I don't know why we't want to do it. I don't want to do a I do a want to do right we um, right. 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 and, and, blue. mm. and it's an adaptation of like an <laughs> Okay. So, right, you know we are getting a Yes, Now, um, being directed by and, um, and written by, uh, goes down like that. Zach Bayland, right? Um Victor. Hagia, um, John and we are uh John Jennings and Edward R. Pressman are producing and our past well we have got um Huston, Houston, he's joined. Bill Skarsgård, and F.A. Swings. So, yeah. Oh, so,
1: there you go, people. There you go. I'm intrigued. the tree. Hopefully, it will be better than the last one, you know what I mean? Um, okay, some other news, right? We've got, you know, this week's Samaritan Comic Book Adaptation, and, you know, we're getting more,
0: right? Because, um, news, um, comic books <laughs> in under is to, uh, yeah i uh, you know, like, well, um, the book. I'm to the book. I'm I not to the book. I'm I am not I the am the the i not Right, story from a gang of Somali pirates, after they've been to the to China. they then try to ignore what they think a research ship, only to find themselves in the to enjoy the boy went from the to becomes a huge survival, but he must decide how far to go in the news, so. but, uh, oh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. About so the virus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's what mm-hmm. and let's go with this one, people. It's kind of interesting, uh, because yeah, it involves all franchises, right? So, uh, Matt Chapman. Right, he was announced as the director of Star Trek. Or, all of a sudden, a few back, but it seems oh, that not be to that. That. Now, same, same scheduling. scheduling. Well, interestingly enough, enough he's also And has on the direct I'm the no, Right? We don't don't Right. Right you know what I mean? So, like. people